All right, we are back, and we are doing one of my very favorite things. It is a segment that we do sometimes. Normally, we do it during comedy episodes when things are a little lighter, but this time we wanted to do it because this is an intense subject. We wanted to kind of break things apart, talk about most of the most of the big topics up front, and then we have some cleanup to do there at the end that we have some more things we want to talk about after this. But if you haven't listened before, sometimes Ryan just watches something or reads something, and he just reads way too much into it, uh, almost to the point where he is overanalyzing, and this is overanalyzing with Ryan. Get the feeling that there's a hidden, deeper meaning in your favorite movies, books, and TV shows? Look no further. Therapist Ryan Engelstad goes so deep that what he brings back may not exist at all. This is Overanalyzing with Ryan. All right, so Mike, one of the reasons that I, I like to do this is because I, I feel the personal need to break up the seriousness of our conversations. So um, I'm going to go way left turn on this. So I hope our, our listeners can follow along. So, okay. Yeah. So this is like, this is like super, super overanalyzing with Ryan. Yeah. And, and also intentionally to, to lighten the tone of what we're talking about. Okay. Um, this is going to have next to nothing about mental health, but that's okay. okay yeah, yeah. So um, in uh, the Beautiful Boy movie, we have uh, Mr. Steve Carell playing David Chef. And um, okay. we also... With a, with a fantastic beard. Oh, he looks way. great. He looks great. No, never no changes. Question. <laughs> and we also have Amy Ryan playing Vicky Chef. Okay. So, um, who's Nick's biological mother? So, uh, for fans of The Office, um, obviously Steve Carell is Michael Scott, and his wife, that ends up being in The Office, is played by Amy Ryan. That being Holly Flax, right? Oh wow! Yeah, you're right. That is Holly. Yeah. So. Oh no. Oh, Mike, d- just we're just getting started. Oh no. So. <laughs> so. The other interesting thing, and, and I, I secretly hope that the director of A Beautiful Boy was just like a huge Office fan. He's like, just, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I so, already know where you're going with it's okay. this. It's okay. Oh, you, you don't even know how far I'm going to go. <laughs> so um, Nick Chef's second wife, um, Karen, is played by Maura Tierney, who <laughs> in The Office is Robert California's <laughs> ex-wife. So my overanalyzing theory about which, which even most like okay Robert California by the way like most people don't even know who that is like as office fans like that's you're getting into real office fans right there. Yeah, exactly. Because this is late season office when a lot of people <laughs> uh you know lost their loyalty. So my theory about a uh, beautiful boy is that it's actually a dark uh, future, uh, either alternative universe or just dark future universe of the office. Oh my God. So what I'd like to do, Mike, is tell you a little bit about what else is happening in this dark alternative office universe. Oh, there's more. Oh, there has to be more. <laughs> I, 
I wish we should just make another podcast where this is all we do. Well, we we can talk about that if we want. But it was heartbreaking for me, and I couldn't shake it to think about this reality where Michael Scott and Holly Flax had a, a son who got addicted to crystal meth. And then they divorced. Um, well, actually, that, that wouldn't be the order of things. They divorced when he was four, and then the kid went on to be addicted to crystal meth. And then Michael Scott uh, serendipitously <laughs> married Robert California's ex-wife. So oh my God. So we know that about some of these office characters. So I, I couldn't help myself but to think about what dark things could be happening to the rest of our office friends. <laughs> So I, I'm not going to go through every office character because that would be a whole new episode. Oh, so you're so you're creating your own fictional universes for the rest of our office friends. Oh no, I, I'm telling you what it is. I'm not creating it. This is they, this are, is the reality. Are, so because are are you getting this from the movie or is this just how it is? I'm the, Mike. I, I'm I'm enough of an office expert to know that if this is where Michael and Holly ended up, I can tell you exactly what happened to the other characters. Okay, so we have to. We have to come to terms with the fact that I think that I'm the biggest Office fan. I mean, I've seen it at least 10 times, like all the way through every episode. Okay, fair. So so at some point, we're going to have to challenge each other on this. Well, we may have to do that when we... Because I've heard, I've heard guys, if listeners here, I've heard Ryan talk about his Office knowledge before, so... All right, I want to hear what you got. Okay, so... <laughs> We know that, you know, at the end of the Office series, you know, we know a certain amount of sort of where some of these characters are. Um, you know, Dwight is the boss. Um, Oscar is a politician, blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to pick out a couple of characters where I think things might have gone for them. Um, I wanted to start with Dwight because his, he's one of my favorite characters. and. <sighs> I want to do a prediction so bad. Oh, well, you know what, Mike? I'll, I'll seed uh, a couple characters to you as well. Is that okay, fair? Seed okay, seed me a couple, yes. Okay, okay. So I'm going to start with Dwight. So Dwight lives out his dream of being manager of the Scranton office of um, Thunder Mifflin. But in this weird, dark, alternate universe where Michael and Holly got divorced, um, Mike, are you familiar with Rain Wilson's uh, weird crime drama, Backstrom? I'm not. Okay. Actually. So after The Office, Rain Wilson went on to play a, uh, a house-like character uh, named Backstrom, who was this like alcoholic detective. And... It sounds great. Uh, it, it was weird. And I, I, I followed Rain Wilson loyally to the show, but I couldn't stick with it. And uh, neither could Fox because it was only canceled after 13 episodes. Okay. But... But it was a great character, and I it's something that I could have seen this exact scenario playing out for Dwight, where he kind of gets disillusioned with the paper industry and <laughs> and decides to take his his uh, volunteer <laughs> sheriff's department position and turn it into a real life uh, detective pursuit. So he becomes they would never let him. Uh, why not? Okay, okay. In, in in backwoods Pennsylvania, you don't think he could become a detective? Okay, okay, I got you. All right. So he becomes a detective, but he also develops an alcohol problem. And he, he goes through, like, he has this weird, like, s savant, like, um, ability to solve problems and solve <laughs> crimes. But the whole time he's, like, an alcoholic and, and is showing up to crime scenes hungover and, and just getting into all sorts of hijinks. So that's Dwight. 
I love it. I love Dwight. And you know what? He's he's drinking fermented beet juice. Oh, of course, of course. There's the and and Mose is his like secret assistant detective. There's no question. Those other guys <laughs> show up for sure. He's a, uh, Moses the Watson. Yeah, of course. So, um, Mike, I'd like to cede to you uh, the next office character. All right, who is it? Um, I'm gonna give you Creed. Oh no! All right, you know what? I'll give you. I'll give you a bigger character. Take Jim and Pam. Oh, and we're going dark, right? This is a dark future. Okay, I see Jim and Pam. All right, so. Jim and Pam, well, they're happily married. Like they get like their romance starts in like season, well, one, but they're like together in like season, what, two? Yep. Season three, well, three season two, three, officially, yeah, three, three, and yeah. then they're and then they're just together forever. All right. So Jim, because Jim leaves the paper industry and he goes on to oh gosh what Brian you've watched it recently and I haven't uh yes he uh yeah, Jim so and just Pam give me a quick so reminder at the end of the office series Jim and Pam moved to Austin Texas uh to join Athlete um with um you know this sort of company that Jim had started up okay okay so. So Jim and he's he's with Athleep and uh uh company just blows up, right? Yep. Huge. Just one of the biggest companies. Like they become the next Nike. Like right up there with Nike. They they take over. They're like Reebok and Nike, but it's Athleep and Nike. Huge numbers in the stock markets, but then it turns out that they are a corrupt company and there's just embezzlement going on and stock market deals that shouldn't be happening and people go to jail. Now, Jim's not in on it because he is a good-hearted man. However, everything gets taken from him overnight and Pam and Jim lose everything. Disillusioned, using your word, disillusioned with this and the fact that Pam never made it as an artist no matter what happened, her art was just not that good. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, poor Pammy. Yeah, I mean, she tried as hard as she could. But she, Pam just has nothing left in her. She sees nothing but a failure in Jim and leaves him and the kids. And <laughs> Jim is left as a single dad with the kids with nothing. And um, and that's all I got. <laughs> wow. Okay, you broke up TV's most popular couple. Congratulations. Right, but they both live long lives. Oh, good. So they're still alive. Well, that's great. <laughs> All right, so I, we're we're not going to do too this many. This is of these. darker than a, this is darker than the movie that we're. <laughs> I just want to do one more that I couldn't resist because of okay. the sort of where things are. Right, so I want to do Andy Bernard. Um, okay, who at the end of the hey, off you're going to have to real quick just. Ex for some reason, I talked to my wife the other day yep. and my sister about Andy Bernard, and both of them had no idea who he was. Okay, so Andy Bernard um, introduced in season two, season two or season three, when Jim is uh, off in the the other um, district yeah. of yeah. Dunder Mifflin. He's just sort of, you know, angry, but also like super white privileged uh, paper salesman. 
at the end of the office series, uh, he's sort of in some ways disgraced, but also has taken a job at Cornell, his alma mater, as like an admissions person. So in this alternate dark future, one of the things we know about Andy is that his family has sort of like a sordid history in which they were like middlemen of the slave trade. Um, so in, in our highly politicized culture, um, when even institutions like Princeton University have had protests because some of their buildings are named after Woodrow Wilson, who was not a great guy. I could see uh, institutions of higher learning, you know, students finding, you know, especially someone like Andy Bernard, who was a, a viral person because of his, you know, weird attempt at winning a singing competition, people finding out about his family's history and wanting him to be kicked out of the university. So Andy gets kicked out of his dream job working for Cornell and essentially is homeless singing a cappella on the street. <laughs> Panhandling. Panhandling a cappella. Um, yeah. Does he have anybody singing with him though? Because he can't do it on his own. He needs a he needs like a, a singing group. Um, yes, it's a bunch of pigeons. Oh no. <laughs> so that's Andy Bernard's future in this dark, dark universe. All right, all right. So if anyone else has any fun, no, excuse me, not fun, horrible and dark, terrible things that happen to the characters from The Office, go ahead and you can write them on our Facebook or leave them on our Twitter or or an Instagram comment, wherever you want to leave them. Or you can join our, our group, our mental health chat group. Go to Facebook and search Pop Psych 101 Mental Health Chat and join the chat group. Leave them there and see what you got. But... uh Well, Mike, I, I hope I can bring this this level of overanalyzing to the darkest of material we cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's good though. We broke things up, but all right, guys. This uh, we're gonna move on, and we're gonna we're gonna get back to the episode and um, uh, kind of talk about the rest of the things we wanted to get to. But this has been overanalyzing with Ryan. This is overanalyzing with Ryan.